And I'm Aiden. And this is I Read the News Today. Oh, boy. We are not journalists. Pundits. Or plane operators. Those are called pilots. But we do read the news. (laughs) (laughs) And we are here to talk about the shit that's going on. It is May 15th, 2019. And Aiden, tell me. What what are we going to talk about this week? Well, it rhymes with smushmortion. It's the only word in the English language that rhymes with smushmortion. You're going to make way. me be the first one to say abortion? Yeah. Cool. So there's a lot of abortion-related news. I heard about the Alabama issue that came up today that the state legislature passed a bill and the governor signed the bill to pretty much ban any form of abortion, including in cases of rape and incest. This is, of course, contradictory to federal law based on decisions made in the Roe v. Wade case. Mm -hmm. So how are they passing these bills and what does that mean for Roe v. Wade? Well, I mean, not to get too heady, but they can pass any law they'd like. (laughs) Yes. Whether the, the laws are constitutional is the Issue And basically, Alabama, the people who have wrote, voted on, passed, and signed this law have made it very clear that they are doing so specifically with the aim of challenging Roe v. Wade. The the law isn't going to go into effect, even if it ever does, for six months, correct? Yes. The Alabama law doesn't go into effect for six months. And in that time period, they expect that it will probably go through several phases of court proceedings. Yes. And the only way that it will ever actually go into any kind of effect is if the Supreme Court decides to take the case and decides to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yes. So some of the stuff that we read talked about how a lot of proponents of anti-abortion legislation are not very fond of this specific piece of legislation going to the Supreme Court because they think that it is unlikely to succeed where others might, especially because of the fact that they do not have provisions in place for rape and incest Mm -hmm. cases. Do you think that the Supreme Court will take this case? Do you think that the Supreme Court will have a ruling on Roe v. Wade in the next few years? Well, it's going to depend on really how the case works its way through the lower courts. Okay. So it's not going to go directly to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court tends to like you'll see this when an issue go before an issue goes before the Supreme Court. Typically, you can you can kind of track that by a contradictory lower court ruling. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I think in 2011, there was a lower court ruling that overturned provisions of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare. And that was a big news story, not because Obamacare was overturned, but because there was a lower court ruling against it. So the Supreme Court doesn't tend to take cases unless there's some kind of disagreement between the lower courts. So that's that's what you're, you're hinting at when you talk about some anti-abortion activists have criticized this strategy because the bill is so extreme that there might not be any path for it to get to the Supreme Court because there may not be any kind of contradictory ruling on the lower courts. So you mentioned that there are other states in which there are abortion bans. Can you tell me a bit more about that? So the big ones that are in the news right now are Alabama, 
Georgia, and Ohio. Georgia has a similar law to the Alabama law that was just signed by Governor Brian Kemp that would make performing an abortion illegal once a heartbeat can be detected. Ohio has a similar law that was passed in April and was signed by Governor Mike DeWine that outlaws abortion once a heartbeat can be detected. One of the articles that we have here from CNN talks about how the sentence for doctors performing abortions would be 99 years in prison, Mm -hmm. which is, interestingly enough, longer than most sentences in Alabama for rape charges. Yeah. That's been one of the one of the memes sort of circulating around this bill. And we have another article here titled Pro-Life Friends Supported Our Children's Adoptions, but they balk at policies keeping them alive from USA Today, written by Shannon Dingle. It talks a lot about how Republicans discuss being pro-life as a issue for fetuses, for unborn children, yet they do very little to support families of people who would consider abortion for financial reasons, disability reasons, by not supporting what would often be considered social service issues. Mm -hmm. They support mothers giving birth to children that they are not willing to help support. Mm -hmm. I mean, jumping off of that is they tend to oppose any kind of contraception coverage for healthcare. Yes. Any of those things that would help prevent unwanted pregnancies tend to be opposed as well. Yes. To me, it's insulting to have Alabama choose the concept of a soul to the actuality of human women. Like, we know that the woman who wants the abortion is a person. Yes. We don't know that the fetus is a person. You can have all the argument you want about whether or not the fetus yeah. is a person. I just feel like the the woman, the actual human woman, should have the option and have the autonomy over the fetus that's living within her. That leads to an issue that we ha- were talking about in preparing for this show, we were talking about how the pro-choice line is often that no one wants abortions. Yes. That no one wants to have an abortion. Yeah, nobody likes abortion. Nobody likes abortions. Although it might be true in most circumstances, you were saying that it's not a very good argument. Yeah, I feel like we're, you and I are, I feel, and I, I'm, I'm certainly... I find myself parsing my words discussing this issue a lot, so I'm going to kind of try to stop that. I think the way that the pro-choice side of this argument approaches it is a loser. Yeah. I think to start off the argument by saying nobody likes abortion is a great way to drive people away from your side immediately. It's immediately making abortion a bad thing. And the question is... Why do we feel the need to say it's a bad thing? Mm -hmm. I think that in a lot of circumstances, it's a very good thing. And I think that that is what should be focused on. It is a service that saves lives. For no one, is it an easy thing to do? Well, I can't say no one. 
I'm sure that there are people yeah, out it's, there. Yeah, it's easy for us, like, as, again, as men. Yeah, two men to say it's an easy decision. It's not necessarily yeah. an easy decision. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's an option that I would rather afford people be able to make than anything else. And I, I think that having the option is an easy decision. Yeah, and if you're if you're trying to argue in favor of a legal medical procedure, to start your argument in favor of the legal medical procedure by saying the legal medical procedure is bad, yeah, is a great way to lose that argument immediately. Yes. Like to to go back to the Affordable Care Act, if the Democrats had started off that argument by saying nobody likes the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> but on top of that, saying nobody likes abortion is actually stigmatizing women who do have abortions mm-hmm. who for whatever reasons have abortions and says that that choice should be hard for them if if it is hard for them that is up to them but i do not believe that people should be ashamed to make that decision and the the fact of the matter is even the way that the Democrats are phrasing it, frames it as something that someone should be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Democrats, I've long believed, partially say that because they are afraid to lose the votes of religious people. Yes. I mean, it can, so it, it can, I think, w- watching this news unfold can seem, I think, very disheartening. Yes. Um, One of the the things that I have found over the past few years is a lot of people disengaging from the news in part because... Yeah, I mean, I found myself doing it today as we were doing some research. Like I found an article that that talked about prior to... It named a case of a woman in Ireland who prior to abortion being legalized in Ireland drank bleach to try to um, get rid of her baby. And I don't often have a sort of visceral reaction to reading the news. And I get into that. Um, I think it's, it's an extremely complicated issue. And I think it's important to acknowledge that there are strong passions on both sides. Yes. Like to, to people who oppose abortion, I think what what gets lost in the debate is people who oppose abortion, taking them at the the, the very best of their word, is they do believe it is murder. Yes. And if there were something going on in this country that I believed to be murder. On a massive scale. On a massive scale, that would be probably a huge problem to me. In, In that phrasing... I fully understand why they have such a large concern about it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't see it as murder, and therefore I see the whole concept completely differently. Yeah. And I think with that understanding that we're having, there needs to be an understanding on the other side as well. And that's that's a very good point. To, the, to counter what I said earlier, I think the the weakness of the argument starting out with nobody likes abortion, I think one of the really smart things that the pro-choice argument has used is calling it pro-choice. Yes. The the simple use of the word choice, I think, is very smart. Yes. and Because that's what this is about. It's about 
women having choice about ha women having autonomy over their own bodies. And the interesting thing being that often conservatives are viewed as the party of choice of personal liberties. Yeah. And this debate, party lines are very much drawn in opposition to what would philosophically be considered the position of each party. Yeah. And I, I think that that's very much based on the composition of the parties more than anything else. Mm -hmm. But I cut you off. What were you saying? Well, I was just, I, I was really sort of appealing for understanding on both sides. Yeah. Um, and I tend to try to avoid both siderism. But I, I think that this is very much a, a case where. Yeah, it's an extremely complicated issue. And you have one side where people believe abortion to be a great crime. And another side that doesn't feel that way and. And feels that not allowing the right to abortion is a great crime yeah. and can cause severe damage mm -hmm. to people's lives and health and well-being. Yeah. And sadly, quite often, not having an abortion can cause death. Yeah. I believe a large part of the reason why the pro-choice side of the argument hasn't abandoned the idea of nobody likes abortion, not to contradict what we said earlier, is that they – is twofold. One, you're not necessarily ever going to be able to convince the people who believe that it is murder that it isn't murder. That is so ingrained in their belief system. But Democrats are afraid that although the Republicans have long been the party of the religious in this country, they're afraid to abandon the people who would choose religion. Or be abandoned by. Or be abandoned by yeah. the people who would choose religion over government, mm -hmm. choose the values of their religion over the values of a secular government. And so I think that that's part of the reason why the pro-choice movement still feels like they need to bring those people in. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're not necessarily wrong. I don't think that you can win an argument in this country nationally without convincing a major portion of religious people, at least to some degree. You need to make a compromise with those people in order to get things done. Now, I And yes, and I think that's a really good point. And I think that's that explains, I think, I think you can use that to explain the contradiction of how evangelical Christians can vote for Donald Trump, a twice-divorced serial adulterer. Yes, because they would rather have policies such as anti-abortion policies that they believe would stop again, what they believe is a major sin, then a, a single human being who they they know just as much as anyone has committed major sins himself. Mm -hmm. what's, what's the idiom, take a drop of something to make the some medicine go down? 
a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, spoon spoonful of sugar. That's not an idiom. That's that's a Disney song. Well, same thing. <laughs> Idioms, Disney songs. That's Mary Poppins. That's Mary Poppins. Great, got there. Yeah, it also doesn't make much sense. In you what know I'm that trying old to say. French saying, it, it doesn't Hakuna matata, it means no worries <laughs> okay, for the rest of your days. First of all, that's not French. And, you know, to loop it all back to Alabama, um, they say a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view, no one to tell you us know all no, this is being cut, right? Or where to go or say we're only dreaming. This is just the next step in what has been an ongoing war between two factions within this country as to what is morally correct. And this this has been going on in, in one way or another since Roe v. Wade. Yeah, and I think this is, I, th- I think the important takeaway to the, the news today from Alabama specifically, um, and like Georgia and Ohio as well, the, the legislators who passed this Bill have been pretty clear that their intentions are to make it a challenge to Roe versus Wade. So if you are pro-choice, this should be a huge wake-up call. Yes, this is uh, a clear sign that the doomsday calls have not been false prophecies. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been it's the the Republican Party's opposition to abortion has been pretty clear yep. if you're looking for it um if for some reason that s- slipped your vision recognize it now yes i think this is all that we can really say about this at this point yeah it's like that time that we solved anti-semitism and the other things that we've solved we're batting seven for seven yep so i think we can move on from this topic all right are you uh, ready for some weirder news? Yeah. All righty. So this week's weird article is coming to us from Fox News. Could you read the title of the article? The headline? The headline, as it's often called. <laughs> New Jersey pooper intendant who defecated on another high school's field sues police over mugshot release. So I think I, I might have heard about this. Yeah. There are so many people pooping where they shouldn't be pooping. Really? Yeah. So Thomas Tramaglini? Tramaglini. Thomas Tramaglini. Yeah. Every every Italian name. If you say it with the accent, it really makes it easier. Uh, I'm I'm Italian. And if you say mine, Aiden, it doesn't work. Who was a former, now former New Jersey superintendent who pled guilty to defecating on another high school's track field last May, has now sued the police department for releasing his mugshot, claiming the agency's actions smeared his reputation and altered his life forever. Now, here's the So we're going to talk about a lot of different smears as related to this article. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. So here's the thing. Did it give any indication as to where on the Bristol stool scale the the defecation fell? Nope. It. I, were you scanning the article thinking that it actually had would? to double check? I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get it wrong. So the Holmdel police announced in a Facebook post that 
Tramaglini faced lewdness, littering, and defecating in public charges after human feces were found on the Homedale oh. High School's track and football field on a daily basis. Okay, so I want to confess that uh, up to this point, uh, that point where I laughed a second ago, uh, I was under the impression he had did this once. Yeah, me too, until I read the On a Daily Basis. Home, he, he stated that Homedale Police, now he, he was superintendent of the Kenilworth Schools. Homedale New Police. New Jersey names are so fun. They are. Homedale Police violated his constitutional rights when they took the mugshot and released it to media outlets following the summonses that were issued against him in May. Tremaglini's case received national attention and earned him the unfortunate nickname of Pooper Intendant. I that's, wouldn't say it's unfortunate. That's a cute pig. Quality pick? Portmanteau. Portmanteau. Yeah. Ah, that's good. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's unfortunate as... It is it's apt. It's super, super apt. accurate. Yeah. It's very apt. He said in the lawsuit Tuesday that the police department's unauthorized, intentional, reckless, malicious, and unlawful conduct led to the negative publicity that damaged his reputation. I would say that the fact that he was pooping at, on a daily basis on another school's Football field and track. It feels like there's a big thing being left out of this article. Which is? Why? That's a very good question. Why? And I'm going to gather that it's not in here. There's no why. I'm going to gather that as well because in order to get a why. Did you ever have a dog growing up? No. Because aren't there those, there are those, um, can't, can't you get like a pad that like has some sort of chemical that makes dogs like poop on them? I'm the wrong person to ask. What, what if this football field had a chemical that yeah. made Mr. Tramaglini poop? Yeah. Whenever he was around the field, which would beg the question, why would he go to the field? Why but, would he be there in the first place? Well, it's a, it's a Pavlov's dog kind of response. So Every time he feels like he needs to poop, he goes to the field. Okay, I could buy it. Yeah. Uh, other than other, he's cl- he's been classically conditioned to go to the Holmden High School field every time he feels it all percolating. Well, it, it is very possible that the Holmdel High School Hornets could have been his his team's rivals. There might have been a rivalry there between Homedale and Kenilworth. So I'm not saying I necessarily want this to happen, but there could be a sympathetic movie in this. Go on. How so, do you make this sympathetic? Okay, so he's pooping on the field to make the field slippery so that the football players are always falling down. So it's sort of like it's... It's a little bit like Angels in the Outfield, where they get the Angels to play for the well, they get actual <laughs> biblical angels to play for the California Angels. Uh, he gets his actual biblical poops onto the field, so that 
it's it's like you you know how when you when you run over a um, banana peel in Mario Kart. Yes. So the quarterback is gonna the quarterback of the other team is gonna slip on his banana peel of a dookie and his the his high school's team is then going to win the state championship okay did i have i sold this movie to you no daniel day lewis is coming out of retirement to play mr trammell glaney well if you and you know he's going to do his research if you look in the in the show notes i have added another article okay from cbs sports this is uh, about the original rest. Oh, <laughs> there's some quality writing in the opening paragraph. Yes. Would you like to read it? A high school superintendent in New Jersey is in deep doo-doo after being caught pooping <laughs> on another high school's football field. Pete Blackburn lost his mind when he thought of that. Yes. Pete Blackburn, uh, shout out to you. E- even in this, it's, it's really just speculative as to why he might have done it. It strikes me as odd as you would pick the, that you would pick this article because there is a what appears to be a clip from Seinfeld that you're surely not going to understand. No, I don't understand it. Okay, so in this episode, George Costanza has had sex with a cleaning woman on the desk in his office. Okay. And his office wants to and does fire him. And Fair. he, when getting fired, says, was that wrong? Should I not have done that? Yes. And so that relates to this. This article asks... Was it a personal grudge? Was it professionally motivated? Is he upset brearly lost to Holmdel in last year's football meeting? Does he just, you know, like pooping outside? Or maybe he just doesn't know that wasn't allowed. Which then goes into that Seinfeld clip. Was he trying to cheat at football to get the other team's quarterback to slip on his wet dookie? And then bring his team to... Uh, to to triumph is he actually the hero of this situation i i think that he he might be the and hero is he gonna he be played fail. by daniel day lewis in the movie that we're making he probably will we'll get daniel out of his third retirement and see see this movie coming right down the pipeline we could call it bad duke bears bad dookie bears i think that we'd call it pooper intendant it's just too good dookies and dookies <laughs> in the end zone <laughs> What are other sports movies? Uh, Friday Night Poops. Um, No, that's nothing. It's all nothing. Um, What's the other one? Remember the... Remember the... No. Titanic Dookies. Yeah. Um, What's the one? The the Rookie, the Dookie. No, it's nothing. It's all nothing. (laughs) Dookie of the Year. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna let you sink in this in this one. Um, I feel like there's gonna be one good one. There isn't. Um, no, we did bad news bears. Um, what's the what's the one where Mark Wahlberg gets to play for the Eagles for Field no of Dookie? Field of Field of Creams. No, but that's not a thing. That's not part of it. If he was doing another thing on the field, yeah. No. Um. <laughs> I, I genuinely can't think of another sports movie. What's the one where Nelson Mandela brings rugby to South Africa? Invictus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just works. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. That, that's just it. <laughs> that's just it. 
So that's it for the uh, weird article for this week. All right. We're going to take a break now and uh, tell you about all of the sponsors we don't yet have. Yes. All right. This oh, week, I no. read the news today. Oh, boy, is brought to you by just regular Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of I Read the News Today. Oh, oh boy. boy. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review. Do whatever else you subscribe. do. Subscribe. Yeah. We haven't asked anyone to subscribe. Have we not been throwing subscribe? We've never used the word subscribe in here. Oh. Please subscribe yeah. to I Read the News Today, oh boy, on iTunes or Spotify. And if, you're, li- if you're listening to this in like three years, whatever new monopoly has come over to take over it's, all it's the other tech. Yeah. Or Disney. Or Disney. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to this on Disney Plus, the only entertainment source available in 2025, thank you very much. And why can't I get Song of the South on this? <laughs> um, please. Uh, you airbrushed the Siamese cats out of Lady and the Tramp. There's a lot of racism in Disney movies. I know. Yeah. The Crows in Dumbo. <laughs> You can send us weird news articles via our Twitter, at NewsOhBoy. That's or, N-E-W-S-O-H-B-O-Y. Or at our email, NewsOhBoy at gmail.com. You know how to spell it. That's he just spelled it. N-E-W-S-O-H-B-O-Y. That's B as in Bogdanovich. Thank you again for listening. And definitely, definitely subscribe and we hope you enjoy the rest of our show. All right. Now are we on to the wiki of the week? Yeah, the uh, wiki of the week or whatever. Um, we'll, we'll W-O-T-W. Find you know, there'll be there'll be a better name someday for that. What to if, if that becomes a recurring segment, we'll find a better name. What to Yes. So what is what is this Wikipedia page? Shall I look at it? Um, let me let me just let me tell you what it is and have you guess what it is. The name. Yeah. Okay. What's the name? Um, it the name is ferret legging, and that's hyphenated ferret hyphen legging. Oh, this this is the most baffling one yet. Ferret legging. Yes. Uh, is it? Is it? Are people? taxidermying ferrets and then like putting their leg making making garments out of it so you're thinking leggings made out of ferrets yeah pretty much no it's worse it's worse yeah god because that was pretty uncomfortable yeah are you ready for me you, to click you it can, you can click on that okay so it, it it does involve ferrets there is a picture of the of a ferret on the yes. top right hand corner what more can you tell me about this? So ferret legging is a arguably a sport that originates in Yorkshire, <laughs> oh, no. England, that consists of putting two ferrets, two live ferrets in your pants and seeing how long you can keep them in there. This is some country shit. I don't know too much about Yorkshire, England, but yes, I'm sure it is. This I is- think it was I think it says it's popular with coal miners and also it um there was a event held in Richmond, Virginia from 2003 to 2009. Oh, Richmond, Virginia. I don't know anyone who's from there. Yeah. That's, oh, God. Okay. 
the world record is five hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so I do want to point out that the fellow who did it for five hours and 30 minutes, um, I believe he only did it with one. You, you, they put more than one? The traditional competition of ferret legging was two ferrets. I love how there's a description and rules section. So yes, t- uh, trousers are tied at the ankles, and you place two ferrets inside and securely fasten the belts to prevent them from escaping. Competitors cannot be drunk or drugged, nor can the ferrets be sedated. Uh, frankly, I would want... <laughs> I would want to be all of the above. Well, the ferrets being sedated is the the steroids of ferret legging. It it is, yeah. and be, but no, 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 being drunk and drugged also, I would say, is the steroids of ferret legging because you don't feel the the pain of their teeth biting you, into I your do goddamn. Point this out: you do still feel pain when you're drunk or drugged. Yeah, but reduced. You might experience pain differently, but you still feel it. But reduced. Okay. Yeah. Like if you had a lot of morphine. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yes. That's one example of a drug you could feasibly do that would make it easier. Make it tough to feel the Of course. Uh, The origin of ferret legging is disputed. It became popular among coal miners in Yorkshire, England in the 1970s. So, though some Scots claim it gained popularity in Scotland. Why would you want credit for this? Yeah, that's so uh, that when when I heard the origin is disputed, I assumed it was because nobody, nobody wanted, wanted to take it? credit for it. Not that there's warring factions who want to be recognized for this. The pastime gained attention in a humorous article written by Don Katz entitled King of the Ferret Leggers in the October 1987 issue of Outside Magazine. Katz described ferrets as having claws like like hypodermic needles and teeth like number 16 carpet tacks. This is just ghastly. Why would you do this? Also, like, I, I want to see pictures of, of so people's legs that after is the, the fact. That is the biggest bummer, is that it was popular during the 1970s, so most of the competitions happened before YouTube. Yeah. Although from 2003 to 2009, Richmond, Virginia had had it, had competitions. I I didn't search on YouTube for this yet, but I'm sure there's something. But yeah, then we can get to the record. Oh, shit. Scottish Games ferret legging. Okay, we need to watch a video of this. The only, I mean, the only way I can think of this being interesting to watch is translucent pants. Okay, can you put the damn ferrets in the guy's leg? There's a lot of buildup. Yes, there is. Oh, that's going, it's going in. There it is. Oh, it's not ferrets, it's weasels. He just dumped it into his pants. Well, Nothing wanna, seems to be happening. You don't want to worry it in there. Like, nothing happened. Well, that's why I think translucent pants. You were saying something about records? 
Yeah, so the the records that we do have, um, the initial record in 1972 was 40 seconds, which that like that seems normal. That seems like that must have been an exceptionally feral ferret. Well, it was. It's kind of like how like like the the record for home runs in a season is 73. Yeah, but it used to be like six. Yeah, I I think that it's we 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 just saw a video of it and. It, I think that those must have been exceptionally tame ferrets yeah. uh, in comparison because these guys were just chilling. The one in 1972 was probably a wild ferret, yeah. whereas these and ones then were it, probably I mean, it had, a, it had a natural sort of progression as a record. Um, so it, it then came to over one minute, eventually 90 minutes. And then, like you were saying earlier, it became five hours and 10 minutes. Okay, so, so five hours and 10 minutes, that is... That should have an asterisk next to it because Edward Simpkins, who set the record at five hours and ten minutes, only had one ferret in his trousers rather than the usual two, and only had two for the last seventy minutes. Uh, Simpkins also sustained two large bites during his record-breaking attempt, but continued to play a game of darts undeterred. So he, with puncture wounds from a bite immediately after he. Went straight to the dartboard. Are we sure this guy wasn't drunk? When you're getting punctured, doesn't it make sense that you'd want to puncture? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, uh, venge, vengeance, eye for an eye kind and of thing. And then there's this idea of the magic six-hour mark, which has compared to been compared to the four-minute mile. Okay. So nobody has broken the six-hour six mark. Yeah, th- there are actually... Sim- Simpkins doesn't actually hold the record. Not anymore. No, he there. There was Meller from Barnsley who set a new world record of five hours and twenty six minutes, uh, July nineteen eighty one. He had practiced the sport since his youth, but had received no recognition until he set the new world record. How much recognition are you going to get for like a middling time? So I want to I want to throw this out to you. Um, had you ever heard of ferret legging? Oh no! Okay, exactly. Yeah. So there like, you go. I, I'm just I'm just commenting on the writing. Like, who's going to give you? So w- Wikipedia is actually not the first um, time I heard of ferret legging. Oh really? Yeah. Um, it is referenced on The Simpsons. Oh okay. It's, um, in Cape Fear, they read the town charter yeah. and find that it's illegal to place squirrels in your pants for the purposes of gambling. <laughs> okay. But that's squirrel legging. Yeah. Well, uh, squirrels squirrels are what ferrets become in the winter. No, that's weasels. I'm th- pretty sure it's squirrels. It's, it's weasels. I grew up in the Northeast. I know all about squirrels. Squirrels become ferrets in the summer and then they become squirrels again in the winter. No, it was on a it was on a uh, the wild thornberries, but no, it's weasels. It's I'm pretty sure it's squirrels. This is a really bad bit because you're just wrong <laughs> and you're just saying it over and over again, and it's not funny. Is that what weasels do? It's weasels. Okay, Meller attempted to break his own record before a crowd of two thousand five hundred spectators. Which again, who are these people and why do they have nothing else to fucking do? Well, they're from Barmsley, England. Yeah, you make a good point. So uh, I asked you earlier when you if you had ever heard of ferret legging before this. Have you ever heard of Barnsley, England before this? No. Cool. There's a section of this article 
for reception. Mm-hmm. Ferret legging has existed for centuries. Well, that's that contradicts what the article says before. But the sport made a brief resurgence in popularity during the 1970s. According to a 2005 report published in the English Northern Echo newspaper, whether due to a lack of brave contestants or complaining wives, fair liking is now a, quote, a dying sport. That is being replaced by ferret racing. Oh, God. <laughs> is this just a community of multiple communities that just have so many ferrets that they need to do something well, that's, with them? That's sort of like what fencing is to gladiatorial combat. Go on. It's just it's a tamer version. It's, it's a more it's a more refined version, yeah. a less uh, a less abu- the Romans abusive. loved the Romans loved blood sport, and the 1970s denizens of Yorkshire, England loved blood sport as well. And now they've evolved to more civilized people who simply race their ferrets rather than put them in their pants. The I, I did learn from a pool player that I used to work with. I won't name names that. Uh, there in the south, uh, in rural, rural areas of the south, there's a sport known as possum kicking, <laughs> in which you. Run- I was hoping that was what you thought ferret ferret liking was. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, it, it uh, that that is a a far more brutal sport where you find a possum, you have to run up to it before before it tries to run away so that you can get it right under the stomach and see how high you can kick it. Oh, it's a, it's a sport of height rather yes. than distance? Yeah, no, it's, okay. it's, it's height. You want to hit, kick it high. Okay. Which is utterly baffling to me, but I guess if you've got nothing else to do, why not? <laughs> why not be completely abusive to animals? I I, I wouldn't cannot imagine myself participating in any of these you wouldn't ferret legs no oh and i also yeah we we kind of glossed over this but in the description and rules um competitors are not allowed to wear underwear beneath their trousers oh great yeah so oh no i i gotta concur i could not that's i mean why why would you do it if i even tried i can't imagine lasting a minute no like, unless you have a really tame ferret. But that's, so that is one thing that it says. There's a picture of a ferret's very sharp teeth. Yep. And it says, despite their sharp teeth, ferrets have been called generally harmless, fun-loving creatures by people associated with the f- sport. <laughs> Although I think if you trap a rodent in any kind of enclosed yep. space. It, especially in like a dark enclosed space. And they're also vertical. Yep. And can't really can't escape after after five and a half hours. And there's I think a strange you're penis. Get out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely a high risk, low reward sport. Yes, yeah, so you get more <laughs> agony of defeat than thrill of victory. <laughs> oh, that was that was fun. Yeah. So that is ferret legging. Thank you for this wiki. wiki I was hoping there would the be week. some related articles. Um, that would be similar kinds of sports. Yeah, there really isn't, though. Yeah, like putting a live chicken in your underwear. That one sounds good. Anyway, that's been the Wiki of the Week. 
the W-O-T-W. And now we are going to wrap up our show. All right. So, Aiden, are you ready for one last headline? Yes, I am. If you'd like to click that article. I already did. Haven't seen it, though. Could you read the headline for me? I would love to. Is pooping out bespoke jewelry the future of luxury? <laughs> I've been low. Uh, there's, there's a theme in this episode. Yes. It's a lot of pooping. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I've been low. I still am maiden. And have a great week. Thank you and have a pleasant good night.